the skill of recollection how many words do I use how many words do we use and uh, recollection using a few words <laughs> yeah, actually a few words and you know over and over again every day but even repeating the same phrases over and over again every day so nothing new it's not about information it's just about where do those words go to yeah. where does the meaning sit when we recollect we're of the nature to die where does the meaning sit is it just uh huh what is it and just where does the meaning sit to, Im- to cover the all encompassing world with a abundant, exalted, where does the feeling of that sit? So with these recollections the aim is to cultivate thought pattern, a word pattern that goes to the heart and of meaning is the arising of the citta to, to that meaning. Sense it, oh, it's gladdened or it's sobered or it steps back or it opens. So you're just placing these, that's why we chant it, because chanting is more deliberate, has a resonance to it, taking it in, sound, the sense of doing it together, so it's not just a casual thought, and really giving oneself time to do it again, again, and get one little bit of the meaning, bit that rises up, skill of recollection. So he's cultivating these immeasurables and um, he's a chaitanya's volitions or certain movements of the heart. Mm. What is the movement of the heart that we give the word compassion to what is the movement of the heart what is the quality of the heart that we use the word compassion for remember the experience comes first the word comes later the Buddha had experiences put them in words the experience came first the word came later so you know you might even bring up an image of beings in pain, beings sickness, uh, hurt, mm. your mind's eye. crying 
distraught loss of loved ones What is the movement before you do anything or say anything or feel you can't do anything? What just note what the movement that we call compassion? Does it um, turn its back on that suffering? Does it say, "Oh well, it's her karma"? <laughs> Does it shrug its shoulders and think, "Well, not much I can do about it"? Does it panic? Oh, those are movements of the heart that that may occur, but it's the quality, the first movement of being touched by the suffering or the apparent suffering of another and you can make it an image and staying present with that being willing to stay present with that not you've got to, you should be, you have to but just wanting to stay present with that Some this is the strange you know, movement of compassion and you can't hear. You don't have to explain it, but what is that that does not want to move away? Suffering of another. Okay, so, you know, if it makes you feel depressed, then just back off from that image for a little while and balance it with standing in the presence of someone who is uh, people who are happy with each other, um, loving, generous, kind, happy, benevolent people. What does it do? What's the movement of that? Maybe, you know, if you have a child, you see your child enjoying him or herself, playing. Mm. Or you have a dog <laughs> romping around. <laughs> yeah. What's that movement? Both of the, either of these, both of these, just take a couple, these two. Mm. Move from one to the other, or just stay with one if you 
find that this is something you can, your mind can, oh yeah, I get that, and explore the experience of compassion, what the word means, or what the experience is, being present with the suffering of another. or being present with the good fortune of another. as you're holding that impression or you're sustaining that impression notice what's happening to your heart you know, what's that it's that which feels activated by the image you know? it's that which feels it's sensing that image and is activated by it in some way it opens or extends hmm? senses it okay, that, that Notice that. Now, say if you're experiencing or you're practicing with compassion, uh, just get that quality of heart there, and then let the first image let that pass away and bring another one in. Another person walks in. Another scenario could be someone you know this time rather than just you know things you see in the newspapers or you can imagine might be somebody you know Uh, if it's too poignant too strong for you then just make it more uh, anonymous just you know people in an earthquake or something like that but if you be someone, even someone you know, and perhaps not necessarily, you know, in dire agony, but just they're feeling fed up, and depressed. Uh, could be just mental, fed up and depressed. So you may not have been in an earthquake or been bombed or had your village burnt or had your legs blown off or something like that. But you might possibly have been, know what it feels like to be miserable and depressed or guilty and unhappy. Now, is it possible just to change the image from another person to myself. Frustrated, disappointed. Blamed. 
and just just the the movement of the of the chitta, the movement of the heart, trying to sustain that quality, and standing quite calmly and steadily in the presence of. And here, to to particularly when it gets personal, to avoid going into a whole narrative, just the sense of this is my pain. It's my disappointment. And then move from that to someone you know uh, experiencing good fortune. See if you can let these images dissolve. The more we do it deliberately, the more we do can del- deliberate you can generate the image then one's a little more possible to also dissolve the image. Sometimes what occurs in a life is a shock of suddenly pain or other person's suffering rushes into you and you, uh, and you, something in you feels effect, powerfully affected but it's too sudden. So you, you carefully, slowly, yeah. So there isn't reactivity. Mm. So with gladness, slowly, carefully choosing uh, an aspect of an, just even one aspect of another person that you appreciate or think, oh, it must be good for her, good for him. One feature, one piece of behavior, one lucky moment. And then similarly, if you can, just to recollect one impression of yourself. There's a lot there that you might start with. Uh, compared with others, I'm, gr- I'm fortunate because I can walk. Not everybody can walk. People have their limbs cut off or shot away. I can walk. I have physically I'm quite well. There's some vitality and well being in this body. 
when you experience that and not take but just really not not take it for granted but imagine you've just been in pain toothache headache and it's stopped just the moment it's stopped sweet Recollect, bring to mind deliberately any fortunate aspect of your mental behavior. Say courage, some degree of honesty. Someone who's trustworthy. A friend, someone who can be a friend. Someone who can keep a precept. Just um, stay with any of those for another few minutes, if you if you'd like to, and just find where you know where you can enter some of this experience of just getting the chitta to move and, and acknowledging that state, compassion or gladness, and as it. As it become more assured, you, you may induce it with particular objects. Yeah, but ideally, going to the experience of what happens in the jitta—not just the object, but how does it feel? The experience we call you name use the word compassion for. What is the experience we call gladness, appreciation? Uh, so you get to know these states as they are and see if that can be felt sustained enriched furthered (coughs) let's have some time of silence 